Louise McSharry on 2FM. But first, we're going to speak to Maeveen McNabb, who is the founder of the Sibling Grief Club. Uh, Maeveen's sister Trina died suddenly in 2017 and Maeveen and her sisters were left reeling. Maeveen sought some help and resources online but found very little in terms of specific support for siblings who had lost a sibling. Uh, Trina and her sisters set up the Sibling Grief Club to offer help or sorry, Maeveen and her sister set up the Sibling Grief Club to offer help for those going through the grief of a beloved sister or brother. And Maeveen joins me now. Hi, Maeveen. How's it going? I'm not too bad, Louise. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much for joining me because when I heard about what you were doing, I I realised that I had never thought about this before, that the loss of a sibling is a very specific thing, isn't it? It is. um, Due to the relationship, I suppose, Louise, that that we have, you know, it's the only relationship that lasts literally for a lifetime. So um, right from childhood and you expect it to last right into the the ripe old years and and you even go as far as making plans as to what those ripe old years would look like. Um, And and when that... um, that potential and that future is is suddenly and unexpectedly taken away from you. Um, it it is a very feels like a very specific loss, and it's it's incredibly uh, difficult um, to to deal with um, yeah. because it's out of the natural order of things as well. Yeah, I mean, and again, I had not considered that before that it is a, a a very unique relationship because, of course, you know that the likelihood is that your parents will die in your lifetime. You know, you know, a friendship may may end for any number of reasons. A relationship is the same, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, siblings is 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 a like supposed to be a lifelong relationship and can you tell me a little bit about Trina and about your your other sisters yeah so um we are a family of six so um, my mum and dad and four sisters Mm. so Adele's the oldest then I come next then there's Kathy and Trina um, is the baby in the house Mm. um she was just such a an amazing girl uh really uh from from day dot she um we just doted on her she mm-hmm. was just such a cute wee thing um I was four years older than her um and Adele was seven years older than her so we really sort of looked after her like a wee doll mm-hmm. um and we called her Trina Trina pretty ballerina which which she hated because she was a bit of a tomboy but yeah she was very special she loved to help people um she was an excellent sister so supportive and took care of mummy and daddy um you know just so well and mm. yeah we we just miss her from the the family dynamic um so much yeah and it sounds like the i mean sometimes there's a bit of tension between uh, older siblings and a youngest sibling sometimes there's a feeling that a, a youngest sibling might be a little bit spoiled uh, <laughs> but it doesn't oh, yeah, even sound was. like there's oh she was i was going to say it doesn't sound like there's any of that <laughs> no well she was spoiled but you know and you know we always sort of referred to it affectionately and mm. you know we would have slagged mummy and daddy about it you know that she's the favorite and and all of that but it was all done in very good um spirit and and, and that so um yeah we we love spoiling her uh, we yeah. really did because yeah. she was such a good she was such a good person yeah such a good sister to have yeah and i mean look a death is never easy to deal with but a sudden death i can imagine is even more difficult yeah oh god definitely louise like trina had been sick for a couple of months um but they the doctors were you know adamant that it was a, a tummy bug um so we were you know just sort of treating it along those lines yeah you didn't think it was going to be serious theory. yeah yeah so yeah. 
So when she died then, um, you know, through um, she actually ended up having a blockage in her bowel. Mm. But by the time the doctors found that out, it was too late. Mm. And, and unfortunately, um, she died. So like right up until the until the last moment you know we just were refusing to encounter that what we had thought was a stomach bug was you know was going to end up um in death you know in, yeah. in her death so it was just so shocking and yeah. and traumatic yeah um so the need for help and and support with that for me personally was because it was so unexpected and um uh, you know that the feelings of trauma were so pronounced mm. um, that I just instinctively turned to, you know, people, to friends, family, mm. um, and the internet um, for help with that. Mm. But in in terms of professional help, as you mentioned at the beginning, there that there there is nothing specific to adult sibling. Uh, loss yeah so um yeah you're sort of left floundering then and it is i mean it's so hard because uh, you know you often hear people say that when someone dies that's close to you people are are surround you and offer you support and want to do everything that they can to try and make your life easier but of course grief isn't something that happens in the short term it, it, it's a long-term thing that you experience for a very long time and comes often in waves so you may be fine for a while and then you may hit a wave where you really need support but the support doesn't seem to be there anymore yeah yeah look you know we had amazing support from family friends and the, and the wider community and, and I think as as a nation um Irish people are amazing at wakes and funerals and yeah. um you know organizing all of that and and lifting the family up through a really really difficult time but everyone does have their own lives to return to at some point but unfortunately for many grievers you know not just sibling um, grievers um that that help seems to wane at precisely the same moment that you need it the most mm. so reality is 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 setting in and um you're you're sort of left on your own trying to make sense of this this crazy world because contrary to what I believed before Trina passed I thought grief was very much a linear process and you mm. go through those five stages that you know you learn about in school yeah but nobody ever taught me or, or warned me um that grief was also anxiety it was physical pain it was confusion fatigue you know all of that trying to sort of come to terms with not just you know the loss of your your sister is is a huge struggle but then dealing with all of those symptoms if mm. you like on top of that mm. is incredibly difficult and you do need so much support with with figuring that out and mm. I think once you have a better understanding of that process and those symptoms then um, you can begin to sort of pick up some of the pieces and start to put life back together again but yeah. of course we know it's never going to be the same again but yeah. um just that understanding um 
and and the support to get to that point is is crucial in healing. And I suppose that's that's where the support comes in. And and obviously, I want to I want to hear about what you guys are doing with the sibling grief club. But I'm interested just to stay with this for a moment because I'm just thinking that you know if you uh, if your partner dies uh, or if your child dies or if your parents die, I feel like we kind of know how to respond to that. Even even if you think about in the workplace, um, you know, peep, there's an acceptance that like that is that is something that will take someone a very long time to recover from. Did you feel like you know there was an understanding of the 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 uniqueness and i suppose the the speci- specialness i don't think that's a word but how special a sibling relationship is yeah yeah look i suppose friends and family and and the close community that we were brought up in um and those people that we were brought up with totally understood yeah. our loss they loved trina as much as we did so there was an understanding at that level mm. but once you sort of branched out of that back into work um, you know, socially getting sort of, you know, back into, you know, going to the shops and meeting people who maybe didn't know you as well. Mm. Then there was there was a bit of a there was a bit of a shock and surprise on their part mm. that I wasn't back to normal again. Yeah. And that I hadn't just gone back to my old life. Um, you know, when it when I went back to work, you know, and, and, and I have heard this repeated since we've we've set up Sibling Grief Club. Um, that a work colleague said to me, oh, you know, I didn't realise you were that close with your sister, you know. Mm. And and it just sort of put me in a position where I felt nearly that I had to justify my grief, which was awful. But thankfully for me, that, you know, that didn't happen um, very often. It's more a societal expectation that, you know, you get over it. But anybody who has lost someone significant and someone that they love completely um, will know that um, there's no getting back to normal. There is yeah. no normal anymore. Yeah, and, you know, new. none of us really want to either. Because, yeah. um, you know, when we, our grief becomes an expression of love for that person. Yeah. So in the same way, that's sort of what keeps our relationship mm. um, alive with yeah. that person. Yeah. And I know that might sound a bit... Um, weird mm. it certainly sounded weird once when, when someone said that to me um a, mm-hmm. a therapist but yeah we come to we come to um become comfortable i suppose yeah with our grief and it we live with it it walks with us side by side and you realize that you know you can be happy and sad at the same time but grief does become an integral part of your life it it, it doesn't go anywhere yeah um that makes so. you know that makes total sense to me to be honest the way you've described it I can completely understand that and I suppose w- what you said about that experience that you had with a colleague we as human beings I suppose we extrapolate our own experiences and our own relationships and our own feelings and we have a tendency to assume that other people are the same or other people feel the same so maybe if you're not particularly close to your sibling you might assume that someone else you know you can't necessarily imagine or appreciate that someone else might be very very close to their sibling and that it might be you know an absolutely devastating loss not that anyone wouldn't obviously respond and be upset by the loss of a sibling but you know we have a tendency as human beings I think to to expect other people to respond to things the way that we respond to things and I think probably one of the greatest things we can learn is that everyone is different and everyone has different emotions and different feelings and grief in particular I mean even within the same family you can have people having you know very different experiences of it can't you 
Yeah, oh, very much so. It is the you, the grief that you experience is as unique as the relationship that mm. you had with that person. And uh, you know, I I do think it's a a direct reflection. So that you know your your relationship and your love that you had for that person and that you continue to have is mirrored um in in your grief um and 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 also how you deal with that because for example um in in our family um Trina and I were always each other's um support system so mm. if either of us had an issue with work or you know um family issues or or anything like that friendship problems mm. you know I was the first one she turned to and and she was the first one I turned to so mm. You know, when 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 she died, then my go to person, you know, wasn't was there gone, anymore. Yeah. So that was that was really difficult. And then also by extension of that, then I was turning to my other two um, two sisters, um, who always obviously supported me greatly through my life, um, but they were called on even more then, and um, or needed even more then. Mm. But because we're all going through our own grief, it's very difficult to support each other of course. because we just have about enough energy um to to deal with our own of course um, yeah so we're, we're not really in a position to, yeah. to help each other and I suppose that that brings us to sibling grief club um maybe you can tell me about the moment when you thought okay there's actually something that we can do here to support people or to help people support each other in the way that we require yeah so um I during the pandemic um I was pregnant um with my son Sean and because there was no antenatal classes we um signed up online to a series of webinars um myself and my husband and we d- we d- did them together in the evenings mm. and when I was going through it it just struck me one evening that this midwife was literally holding her hand from you know, the very beginning of our pregnancy right through to uh, labour and, and delivery. And you just felt very, very supported. Um, she was an amazing midwife called Beth. And it just struck me one evening that if I had had something like this, this is what I craved mm-hmm. in those lonely, frightening days after Trina died, um, you know, months and, and, and even years later, um. About two years later, I suppose, I felt ready to, you know, um, get help and get support. And I trawled the internet for grief retreats and, you know, grief webinars and and things like that. And yes, there was some, but nothing specific to adult sibling grief. So Mm. when I met Beth, I was just, I can definitely translate this. So Mm. I just went about pulling together a team, ran past my sisters, my parents. They were all very happy um, to be involved. And um, we employed, um, well, no, sorry, we didn't employ them, but Hmm. we got help from two grief uh, professionals. Yeah. And they devised a webinar series for us, which is on our website. It's also available on YouTube. And they're just wee short, manageable 10-minute videos, um, uh, a series of of videos that take you through the whole grief process with a specific emphasis on the on the uh, adult sibling uh, loss aspect of it and we also uh, have what we call uh, one of the the webinar series is called grief retreat which helps people and guides people through guided meditations breathing exercises Mm. tapping exercises just to release 
the the tension and the anxiety and and the physical aspect um of your grief so mm. that's essentially <laughs> where that where that came from yeah sorry that was probably a very long no um, it's your question, no not at but, all I'm delighted that um, you that you explained it so well it sounds fantastic I mean what what a generous thing to do well it's just I suppose you feel because it Trina's death was so um senseless really mm. um and out of the order of things and and there was so much trauma around it you really there's I felt a a sort of a a desperate need for something good to come out of something really crappy yeah and I always wanted to do something that would be an everlasting tribute to her because she was always very given Mm. of her time and her heart to others so this sort of could encompass what she held dear to her and um, that was a, a huge driving factor um, in that as well. Mm-hmm. So we've had an amazing response. We have a great community already. It's only we're only started in February there mm-hmm. on her fourth anniversary, and um, we have just an amazing community of people there who are so supportive and loving and giving of their time to support one another. Yeah, um, that it's. It's it's very rewarding in that you know that it was needed yeah. and you know that people are getting uh, some sense of comfort and maybe a, a little bit of peace yeah. in knowing that they're not alone. Yeah, and it's oh, amazing. It is such a beautiful thing. And I, like, I, I really just feel it's so generous of you and it makes so, so much sense in the context of who you've described Trina to be. Um, someone's texted and said, I lost my sister along with my parents in a house fire nine years ago. The grief I feel for her is indescribable. She was the baby in our family as well. May Trina rest in peace. And I'm sure there are loads of people who are listening today who've been through it or, you know, who will go through it, unfortunately, and how great that they'll know that they have this option. Maven, thank you so much. That's Maven McNabb from Sibling Grief Club, where you can find them is siblinggriefclub.com. Is there anywhere else people should go, Maven? Yeah, um, uh, check us out on Instagram, Facebook. We have a wee private Facebook group if, if you feel you would get some mm-hmm. benefit from that. Um, we'd love to see you all and um, help one another. Well, thank Great. you so much, Maven. Have a lovely day. Thank you, Louise. Bye Thanks bye. a million. Louise McSherry on 2FM.